describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Stop talking about where we're at, where the abyss. You know, you know who might be on this layer? Because this is who I want to meet. You know, I'm a big fanboy of this particular. It's a deity, actually. But mm. there are deities in the abyss. Yes. And I'm a huge, you know who I'm a huge fanboy of? Earl. Uh, oh, Earl, that's right. The crawler below, right? The crawler below. And he's, he lives in a, you know, he's the white mole. Mm-hmm. He lives in a maze of tunnels. Right. I believe, right. In the abyss. So do you think he might be on this I layer? He, I think he would be. Absolutely. Can I roll yeah. for an encounter with him? Well, or when do... we get to random encounter, we could. Oh, I thought maybe it'd be like an extra roll. Oh, if like you'd the like. The fanboy roll. Okay. Well, we can do that when we do random encounter. It'd be the bonus random encounter. <laughs> it's and a bonus edition. A bonus because you can't have enough random encounters. So. Um, and speaking of that, I do want to thank our good friend Tom. He put a new addition. Uh, I don't know if you can see this, but I'll, br- I'll pull it up closely. I don't know if you can tell yes, who I... that is. Oh, get out. That's not, wait a second. Is it possible? It, it's is not it... just possible. It is, is it, the one. Is it, it Jublex? It's Jublex. That's right. He created a Jublex for us. All hail, Lord Jubilex. That is fantastic, because I'm a fanboy of Jubilex, right, too, as you know. Let's see. I'm kind of getting, try to get up close here for our, our dear listeners and dear viewers here. So he made us a model of Jubilex. So next time when you're wearing your, your uh, shirt in honor of the Dark Lord, the Lord of uh, all slimes and jellies and other ochre things. So it is going to be put up in the, in the place of honor right next to, the, to Groggy. Inclu- including uh, gray puddings, as we've learned that he right. There's gray puddings. That's right. Gray pudding, all kinds of puddings, but preferably gray. So you know what the, you know the gray thing is about when you're drawing Jublex or doing any sort of of sculpture of Jublex. If you mess up, it's mm-hmm. let's face it, it's not a big deal. Right. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Right, exactly. I mean, he could have made it just, he could have taken the 3D resin and just a blob and put some eyes on it. We'd be like, wow, that's Jubilex. That's right. great. So, not, not, not that we're saying it isn't a great piece of work. It is. But it I'm is, just it is. pointing out. Yeah, no one, no one knows what it yeah. is. But thank, thank you to, to Tom. Uh, we socially distanced. Uh, I went to his house and picked it up. And uh, very thankful for that. That's going to make a fine addition here. He's, he slid it to you with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> 
That's right. We both. I had a hook and a ten foot pole, and it was. It was. Uh, it took about forty five minutes. To get it, uh, <laughs> but it was worth it. That's right. While while the thunderstorms happen. Uh, so, uh, got a bunch of folks on. It's uh, good to see that. Um, uh, can we? Should we announce right now about GrogCon? Is that is that official? What we were talking about the last couple of days? Well, what, yeah. So, I mean, it, it's it's official that it's not. You know, it's not going to happen in October because, as as fans of the show will know, we go as Crucible goes. Yeah. And I and and the Crucible organizers have decided it it wouldn't be prudent. Uh, to go in October, it's going to be a scheduled. The, the plan is for the spring, March, perhaps April, perhaps. There's nothing official yet on that, right? Uh, and I and I understand their decision. I I think it makes sense. Um, so uh, so GrogCon, uh, hey, we we follow Crucible. So yeah, no no GrogCon, and and I know this will disappoint roughly what 25 to 30 people out there. Right. That GrogCon isn't happening. Uh, in, in well, they're already disappointed. People are uh, literally just, oh no, was from from the the Chamberlain and Brandywine. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is, uh, you know. And I hate that saying, but it's apropos here, um, you know. So we could try to do something online. We are um, kind of segueing earlier. We are doing our July some summer tournament. Correct. That will be uh, the week of the la- pretty much the last week of July. More. You can go to our meetup to sign up for that. Uh, or just let us know, send us a, uh, information, uh, send us a note at info at grogcon.com. Uh, we are going to have what four days of gaming. Is that correct? That's, that's the, the plan. I think that's the plan for four, four days with what teams of four, perhaps. So that's 16 right. players, four or five, depending on how many people we get, it's going to be a tournament module that, uh, you and I create, it will be offline. Meaning we won't be live streaming because we don't want to give the other teams an advantage, and uh, we will do that, and then we will broadcast all those sessions after and announce the winners, which, again, would have glorious prizes. So we, of course, want our local folks to come. We want patrons to be part of it, and we're hoping to have a celebrity table as well. Or we may have celebrities intermixed with them, depending on or, how that works. Or a celebrity. A celebrity, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes, well, yeah. there could be one celebrity. Well, the definition of, you know, celebrity, it's kind of a sliding scale. It's a continuum, right? So, you know, yeah. can we, we can say, label people right. celebrities. Right. I mean, at this point, technically, we could be celebrities. I mean, we have hundreds of people who didn't know us before. It, but it would be of the most minor, the smallest C you could put on the, uh, on the uh, computer. So, D list. D, I, I think D would be up. We, that would be amazing. <laughs> I didn't know how. I didn't know. You know, you hear B list, and then I guess they keep adding it because then yeah, the Bs I, are like, "Well, you're not even a B list." And it's, so is it like now? It's like at X or something, I guess. A G list. So a can G we list. can we say who our first tentative person is? Uh, I think we can. Right. Right. So yeah. Go ahead. I, 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 Alan Hammock. That's right, Alan Hammock, uh, designer of many famous adventures, and was you know one of the original folks has graciously. Offered to uh, come on, you know. Of course, he's famous for writing A three among other adventures. And Ghost Tower, so, of course. Ghost Tower, of course. That's what we talked to him about. He's gonna, uh, he's going to uh, come on. So that's you know, super cool. You know, it'd be great. I don't think this is going to happen, but it would be great if Al Hammock started talking smack. Right. I just don't see that happening with he's such a gentleman. Right. And yeah. not, you know, I don't see him 
talking we, crack. We a crack. To, Where, talking where did that crack. come from? <laughs> so, that would be or a that. show. Well, or that. That. That, would, that would be a show if he started talking crack. So, guys, who's got the crack here? <laughs> That'll be our next podcast. <laughs> After crack, crack Talk. Crack Talk. Crack Talk. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Crack Talk. Yeah. yeah don't I, do I don't, the crack, I, kids. That's right. It's wrong. Crack, crack is whack. You know what? I know what I need to do. That's that's maybe the next commercials I put on. The old War with Drugs commercials. Yes. That'd you know, be great. We, uh, this is your thing on drugs and, and yes. Nancy Reagan telling people not to... Uh, uh, just say no. So that'd be a great idea. Have you have you watched Glow? I have not. Okay, Glow's wonderful. You should watch Glow. And you know they felt bad about their image, so they felt they needed to do a public service announcement. They did teen pregnancy, but mm. so they were against it. So you should. Uh, yeah, we could do that, right? We may need to to counteract talking about Erdlin. I mean, Demons. you have <laughs> right. You have two. Two demons now behind, right? You have Juplex yeah. is behind you now, and That's Groggy right. is behind you. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, you know it's not good when like the nice guy behind you is Go Delicious, who right. ate his way through, you through, know, through a number of innocent people just <laughs> or creatures walking by. So uh, I, I like that. We do need to balance out our image here. I like that. Some PSAs, all the PSAs, knowing, uh, caring is sharing, whatever it's, uh, the more you know, those kind of things. Yeah, was the woman that was it? this is your brain, the egg, this right. is your brain, and then they cracked the egg. And I think that's a late 80s. It may be a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit later, but I'm sure it's in that time frame. I'm sure I can find uh, some of those. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's unfortunate, but uh, we are excited about July. We're going to work on that. So if you are interested in playing in the tournament, you know, great prizes for those who've played before. Uh, uh, you can, you, you know, such as a fine statue commemorating your victory, and the eternal posting on our website when when it works that people could go and revel in your greatness. So um, go. You can go to infogrogcon.com. You can uh, or go to Meetup Grognards Guild of Central Florida. So uh, let's see what else we have. I also want to give a shout out, as the, uh, the, youth, the youth say, to DM Brian and Josh, who are uh, continuing uh, to run the Grognards Guild online. They're taking turns. Um, they play every Friday. Uh, if you want to play, go to the meetup, or uh, you can join the Skype, which we can get that, you can get that information from us, info at grogcon.com. If you want to run a game at a different time, just give us a... a Give us a call on info at grogcon.com or send us a note there. Or you can go to GrogCon on Twitter. Um, we're always looking to expand or have more players. They do a great job there. I've played a couple times with Brian. I'm going to try to get in a game with Josh as well. And speaking of Josh, uh, he's going to be moderating. We, did you know we have a Discord server? Um, I don't even know what a Discord server yeah. is. Very good. So you did not disappoint. Yeah, so Discord is a, a way for community <laughs> people to get together and communicate and chat and, and have different talk about, in this case, GrogCon, which will be now in the spring, or about general questions. And so uh, Josh has decided that, uh, uh, has volunteered to host our Discord. So we'll be posting that soon uh a discord so and and i will be popping in and, and answering questions and i guess relaying them back to you because i i don't see you getting on discord but you know you surprised me you went on twitter so uh twitter look i'm doing the skype you know look at this come on right look just, at me this is 
<laughs> it's pretty impressive. So thank you. It's all relative. It's uh, you know slowly you're emerging from your tech technology anti tech shell. Mm -hmm. It's like you have an anti tech shell that you're coming out of, which is good. So again, thank you for that. So now we are ready for, which we have not done in a little bit, um, uh, some heraldries. We are ready to give out some titles. I love this part. Okay, so, so go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say you've you've got the uh, the I've best the, of dragon. I've got the book that is the official title giver, and and we're flipping and we're flipping and we're flipping. I oh, there we go. And Did you so. Ever Dog ear it? Would you ever dog ear it, or would you view that you wouldn't do that to your? I would. I wouldn't do it purposely at this point. Okay. I should. Okay. I should just put a piece of paper here, and I should remember what page it's on. But I don't do that. Um, so we've got a couple of folks, and the first one is Josh, which uh, he's on. So he has claimed for himself the uh, great state of Indiana. So our Midwest is, is definitely filling out. We had a big uh, spike like the coronavirus. We had a big spike on the West Coast. We, you know, we had folks Seattle and uh, parts of California, and now it's coming over back to the Midwest. That's where the grog virus started. Uh, you, know, you know what the plum state is? What is the plum state? Well, it would be Wisconsin. Well, that's true. Well, no it, one's taking that. Well, I, you know, and I'm assuming at some point, uh, if no one does, then you know who's going to take it. Victor, so yeah. the scourge. He's going to and, and the and the and the strangler, the scourge and the strangler. He's going to. He's going to totally. He's going to totally take that because, well, that's how he rolls. I think this is. I think we need to make a decision here that mm -hmm. Lake Geneva, is forever. Prohibit. No one. It's like it's retiring a, a number. It's a free, it's a free city. city. I love it. Exactly. The free city of Lake Geneva. No one. No one gets that. Right. Even, no, no, er, even Ernie Gygax. <laughs> or Luke Gygax. I'm sorry, Ernie. <laughs> it's it's retired. He he would he would understand. Yeah. He he would want it. At, you know, it, it's in the rafters. That jersey's in the rafters. It has to be, but. Well, then you could almost say Minneapolis should be too, if it's about D and D. Even though, oh boy, we, here we go. It's here well, we, it's, it's the sec, it's the Mecca Medina. I mean, back to that uh, that that Doctor Lou Pulsifer, which again, it makes it warms my heart that he thought my little pithy statement was highly educated. If he only knew what I did in school, so yeah, you always get those. I never get those comments. You get that nice T-shirt, Carl's Leising, a nice T-shirt. You're like, yeah, he loves your comment. I never get stuff like that. Well, because the, I the expectation is the, the bar is on the ground. So any kind of semi-intelligent <laughs> thought, they, they think, oh, that's pretty good. Well, after hearing from me, like, well, wow. After this being cross-examined for two hours, they're just happy yeah. to hear anything. They're like, oh, I like please. this other dude. <laughs> more James. Yeah, hashtag more, more James. Hashtag All right. more James. Well, there, oh, by the way, there's a hashtag more Jody. Did you see that? And? And so this is why I'm, I'm setting up for you. Go ahead. Tell us. Tell us what's the, what we're we planning on next week or next session. Yep. Not next week. Well, next, right, next two session. Right. Two weeks from now, right? So we're planning yes. on, on a game with, um, with Jody. We'll be back, right? Because Jody offered... Right to to play or to play in a game that we ran. Right, and 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 we have taken it. We have taken her up on that. So so we are. So yes. So for the the more Jody Nye movement, 
We heard you. Yes, we did. People listen, we understand, and, and we almost we, put a position paper out, a statement affirming this, but we didn't right, have a chance yeah. to do this. That's right. We, we were going to go to social media, but we ran out of time. So right, uh, right. But take this as our statement. Right. So 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 we are delivering. So yeah. So and, and they're going to play in a game. It's uh, actually we're having four luminaries based on at least four. Players. Yes. 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 Yeah. So you know. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, Bill Fawcett, her husband, of course. Right. Uh, he'll be there, and, and they've, they've got some luminary friends. They do. Uh, that they've been very nice to introduce us to. So, and, and once we've got that all confirmed, we, we will announce that. Yeah, and, yeah, and there's some friends, and, um, and it would be amazing. They're talking about having a special, special guest, too, which I didn't even think that could even happen. Wouldn't that be amazing if we got that other guest? Yes, I do. I, I I don't know if that person has been actually approached or is this right. just an idea. Well, I don't know. There's been some more emails about it. If we can get him as well, that would be amazing. And we're still waiting on uh, the module we're going to run. We don't want to say it. We're looking to get the original author to be part of the live stream as well. So that would that excludes all Gary Gygax modules. Correct. <laughs> Yes, we are. We are running keep on the borderlands, and uh, unless we have speak with dead, it's and be high enough level, which you know we have to be you know, pretty high level. When we get to White Dwarf, you know, there's this, you know, they, there's a reference to keep on the borderlands is coming out now. Wikipedia, which of course is always accurate, tells us that it came out in 1979. Its first printing was December 1979. But the White Dwarf magazine is talking about it being being released in 1980. But whatever, you, you know, I get in the weeds. Right. So we do. We should do our heraldry. Yes, I'm sorry. All right. So here's well, our heraldry. Poor Josh is like, really? This is what I, I'm becoming a patron about. Listening to you guys babble I, on about that. Yes, yeah, so you're the roller. So he just canceled roll. it. You should check quickly before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we should just give it to him at this point because it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, we are going to bestow Josh, our dear. Our dear DM, DM Josh, his new title uh, at acceptance of the Grog Empire. So you now need a D15. Got it. Oh, I rolled a one. Cut in half is a half. Rounded up is a one. Lord. So that's good. I like that. Not Chamberlain. Not a Chamberlain. Sorry. Sorry for those in the Chamberlain majority. You did not have another member of it. Uh, Now a D30. Hold on. That was cocked. 16, that's 16. Uh, uh, well, we have another puissance. Lord his puissance. I still, I don't, I know what we talked about, what that means. Yeah. And I don't remember. Do you? No. <laughs> Someone in the chat will tell us. It's, it's a good thing. It's just I don't remember. Uh, another D30. Two. His puissant immensity. This sounds profane, but I love it. <laughs> it's hard to say. He has an immense puissance. So, <laughs> ooh, that's uh, how would you know, James? Did you, what? What was this? A three? A three or a two? You said two. Right? Said t- two. Two. Yeah, immense immensity. Puissance immensity. Okay, a D fifteen. Twenty divided by two. Ten. Ten. 15, 14, 13, 12, 11, 10. Baron. Okay. Makes sense. That's something I can pronounce. All right. Uh, and now a D60, so a D30 and some other dice to determine if it's high or low. 
traditionally that would be a die six. Of course. It doesn't have to be. Uh, so, okay, so it's uh, 36, it's an 18. So, wait, how no, does this. No. Uh, what, wait, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you say? What'd you roll in the d30? I'm sorry, I've already screwed this up. 18. You rolled 18. And what'd you roll on the other dice? I rolled a five on a d6. Five, okay, so 18. Okay, I got yeah, it. You, oh, yeah, you need to go up from 30, 48, right? Yes, 48. I was uh, doubling it. That makes 45, no 46, no 47. Numbers. Belligerent. Baron belligerent. You know what's really I cool? I love it. That's pretty cool. I love like, the alliteration that we get in our uh, in these titles. He's the Baron BB. belligerent. He's BB. He's BB. <laughs> Don't call him BB to his face. That's right. Do you know, that's what they call the Baron belligerent behind his back. No, that's, that's right. BB. That's right. That's his nickname. That's, his, that's what the Baroness calls him, the BB. Or is it B squared? Uh, it could be. Well, I, he can come up with that. Uh, B. Okay. Uh, well, now the last... Uh, a D30. He could be 2B. Or 2B. Or not to be. Oh, God. This is <laughs> this is why we take right. two weeks off. Uh, I rolled, I'm rolling a D30. I rolled a 19. 19. 15, 16, 17, 18. Oh, he's going to love this. Enslaver. Oh, wow. You want a benevolent, a benevolent uh, ruler, Indiana? Sorry. You got Josh. He's the belligerent enslaver. The bar immensity barren belligerent enslaver of Indiana. Okay, so let me send this to you so you can uh, you can send that to him. I mean, you can so he can put it on his business cards. That's right. All right. All right. So we are ready to uh, by the power uh, vested in us by us as the emperors of the Grog Empire. We hereby declare and bestow. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, stop your chat. How do I get that back? I said go back, click on the Oh, there it is. I see it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm technologically challenged. I see it now. Okay, good. It pop, you know. Yeah, it pops up and it goes away. I got gotcha. you. But then it's there, but it's on the right because you told me you click on this little thing that's, right. that's got this little. This is why we don't thing. start exactly at 8 o'clock, by the way. I'm just saying. Our so. show would be like 25% <laughs> shorter if I understood technology. Okay. So we now bestow to Josh the following title. Congratulations, Josh. Lord, his puissant immensity, barren belligerent. Enslaver of Indiana. Congratulations, sir. You are, now, the, you are now part of the Grog Empire. He gave me enslaver. Enslaver. Well, you know, that, this, this is a thing, unfortunately. You know, we, we, we have to be, uh, and I think this could be an, est, uh, an episode at some point if you want to delve into those waters. I mean, clearly we're looking at something from November of 1978. Would this article be allowed to be created now? Would people, you know, especially in the context that we're in, and we don't need to answer it today, but I'm sure, uh, you know, I've seen on Twitter, and obviously the events that are happening in our world are, are tragic, and, and, and the videos we're seeing are just, you know, the killing disgusting. Um, but, you know, some of the reaction to it is, you know, should we have these type of things? Should we have being bestowing enslaver titles on it? Again, this is a game. I hope people would realize that, but... You know, that's always been um, that's always been the push pull with some of this stuff. I mean, we've put this, you know, the satanic panic on our on our disclaimer. So, you know, you're playing something good if it's controversial. I hope everyone understands nothing we do on this show is serious. That's right. <laughs> None of it. That almost feels like James Cohen, uh, William Shatner was on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> get a life. Get a life. Tell us the Star Trek. What do you mean? 
<laughs> you should run we should run that video during intermission. <laughs> all right, right. But so that's very exciting. Very good. Congratulations. The belligerent and, baron. But he's the belligerent baron. Yes. Okay, so we have another title to give out. And uh, the gentleman is William Cook. And I wrote his description to you so you can kind of adjudicate this. He wants to be of the front range, which I assume is somewhere in the Colorado area. Yeah, so I mean, he was very nice. He, he right? So uh, I love with name, William Cook. Doesn't it sound like he should be an 18th century Cap British captain? Exactly, right? Okay. I'm exactly. William Cook. I'm William Cook okay. on, on the ship of the line. Exactly. Commander, what is that? Uh, Lord and Commander, what was the one that Russell Crowe was in? That. Uh... Oh, I didn't, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Yeah, something like that. You know, in the movies, a... it's hard to find parking. The candy's expensive. If you want to use the restroom, you miss something. It's not worth it. So, yeah, so the front, the, now where is the front line? Is this like, this is not like the pet medicine, is it? Like what? to kill fleas? In the front range, not front, front range. Line. Front range. Where's the front range? I'm guessing, based, he'd like to claim of the front range as my fief. And he, of course, he'd like to be a count, which, of course, we don't issue specific titles. We may give a certain part of it, but uh, count is something he has, that has to be rolled. Yeah, the hopefully dice, that'll happen. Yeah, we, we, we are, the, the dice decide. Let the dice Decide, I think, is what. And, and, and then he wanted to be of Longmont, which apparently is, or the entire Rocky Mountain Range or Colorado, if those are free. So uh, I think we're going to give him of the front range because we really don't know where that is, and that's really true to form with us since we have. Right. You can claim anything as long as we don't know what it is. You just keep the money coming. You have you whatever right. you want. Right. Whatever if you want. If someone were to say Oceana. I'd be willing to give him Oceana, okay. not really realizing what it is. Or, you know, you know the Greenwich Mean Meridian, one of the meridians or the equator. This is a bad precedent. This, this, you, you know what's going to happen now. Everyone is going to be, I'm the, right, I'm of Atlantis, you know, I'm of, you know, Greyhawk. Well, but is that really a bad thing? Because eventually we're going to run out of places. You know, as the empire spreads... And we want to keep collecting money. Uh, we're going to run out of spaces, so we really need to do fictional places or start. You know how, like, they have those stars. You can name a star. Yes. Like scam. We should start doing that. Oh, you're right. We could have done that, like Greyhawk or something, right? You get your place in Greyhawk. <laughs> That's right. Okay. You're, All right. So, yeah, so but he, so I'm going it. with the front range, unless you're unless you have an issue with that. No, I like that. You know, it's like when the Patriots. You know, the Patriots took. That's a little different, but they took New England. You have some right. of these sports teams that will have that. That was a region, and, and you'll take an entire state. So, no, I'm fine with it. Let, let's roll. Yeah, the Chamberlain of Australia is like the, he's trying to claim all the Southern Hemisphere now. I guess right. that's something. That's some, it's some part of the world. I'm, I'm really not too worried about it, so we probably should think about that. Southern so. Hemisphere, I believe that's what everything east of, of the Mississippi, what, the prime meridian or something. Yes, the something Mississippi. Like all right. Yeah, something like that. All right. D30, right? It is, it is a D30 divided by two. Well, you know, the dice will decide whether if he has overstepped, the dice will tell us based right. on the name, don't you think? I agree. Okay. Oh, that's cocked. The 30 is always 15. All right. 
15 is master. That makes it easy. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, so he is the master. Give me a give me a D thirty. Ten. Wow, you're uh, his. 10, 15, 14, 13, 12, 11. Peerless. That's good. So far, we're the the master. His peerless. Uh, another D thirty. Twenty one. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, Oh, here's a word. I, I think, do you know this word? Muni munificent? I just have a general good feeling about it. Yeah, munificent. Well, Does that mean municipal. munificent? Like you give out a lot of stuff? Multi, multi-benevolent? Uh, all right, folks on the internet, what is munificent? Uh. M-U-N-I-F-I-C-E-N-C-E. -E -E. This is why we love I want to say you're right? very charitable. I would think so. I feel like I'm on a game show. Um, um, we're going to go with very charitable. Lavishly generous. Okay. And now, James, Good job. you say, Dan, that's awesome. Dan, Dan, that's awesome. You're so knowledgeable. Okay. You are. You are. You're knowledgeable in the ability to take words and contextualize them. That's good. That's Thank good. you. That's, that's a skill. All right, munificence, which is next to magnificence, by the way. So don't get those confused. Another D30 divided by two. This is what he wants. Let's see if the dice don't lie. 21 divided by two is 10 and a half, rounding and up a half. to 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Baronet. I like baronet. Wait, is a baronet female? No. <laughs> baronet is less than a baron. Oh, okay. It's not, it's not female. No. Yeah. Baronet is, uh, I think it's one above sir or similar to sir. So does this mean that every time he goes around, it's like, oh, it's the baronet. And then people are like, oh, for some strange reason, I thought you were. Well, extra value is what you get when you try baronet. That's, that's what I always think of when I hear baronet. I don't know why. Or clarinet. It's. Uh, oh, baronet. Yeah. Like, what do you play? I play the baronet. I play the baronet. I'm the second baronet, but um, we had a, in my last campaign, uh, when I gave out a title, if you go, okay, complete segue, poor, poor Bill or William, if he's on, he's going to be like, what have you done for me? If you go to the Dungeon Master's Guide and you look up, you know, one of Gary Gygax's treasures is when I was a young child reading this or, or a teenager, you know, understanding kind of the social structure that you should think about building in your campaign. Uh, where was it? You're turning. It, 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 it made such an impression that I don't remember exactly where it is. So uh, here it is on page 89 of the uh, Dungeon Master's Guide, Royal and Noble Titles in Northern Europe. You have Knight, then you have Baronet, Baron or Thane, which again, Thane Thompson, uh, uh, Viscount, Count, Marquis, Prince, Duke, King, Emperor. And then they have religious ones and looks like German ones and French ones. So well, there you go. Well, you know what I thought we would do? I know this would be fascinating, but you uh -huh. know, see how they talk about government forms? This is all kind of government-y kind of stuff, right? Right. That could be one of our November episodes. A November well, because it's the election, right? Uh, so, for, so for us here in the United for us States. Here. That's right. That's well, true. Well, we think. We think. Uh, you're very confident of that. It's, uh, you're, 
Oh, that there's going to be an election? That there's, we're, that A, we're going to be here, that, you know, by then the, we, the, the virus hasn't mutated and, and made us zombies that are seeking human flesh. But, okay. If, oh, oh and, uh, and the network may cancel us. That's, that's true. Not, the, not canceling us. So, yes, Baronet, okay. which is close to count. He was, you were four, three rolls off from count. So, now a D60. 55. 55, okay. 60, 59, 58, 57, 56. Determined. Baronet determined. We haven't had a determined. No, I we like haven't. That. And so now we do a D30. And so one of our dear friends uh, said, you know, not too, he's not too happy with the enslaver uh, moniker. I just don't know. Most of these you'd have to take off because... They are basically some subjugator of their the people they have over them. So well, I, that's true. But you know, you know the word enslaver. Right? Let, let, let's let's face it. You know, right now that that might not be. Well, there's slaughterer, uh, subjugator. Let's just do a reroll. You don't no, want the poor guy to be. You no, know. We, we've given that. But we, first of all, we're not finished with this one. Roll roll oh. this out. Oh, okay. Did I roll? I can't remember. No. What am I rolling? D thirty. Ten. 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Well, that was a good one. Victor over the home range. So there you go. Victor over, uh oh, of the front range. Victor of the front range. I like that. That's it very is. catchy. The Victor yes. of the front range. All right. So let me, let me give this to you. Hold on just a second. All right, you got that? I got it. All right, uh, Mr. William Cook, uh, welcome to the Grog Empire. On behalf of the Grog Empire, I, Dan, uh, James and, and Dan, now bestow the following title to you. You, sir, are now the master, his peerless, munificent... Baronet, determined victor of the front range. Congratulations, sir. Uh, that we, uh, we welcome you to the Grog Empire. And uh, we look forward to seeing him hopefully real soon, and hopefully he enjoys his title with that. So that's very good. But yeah, I mean, this is interesting, and, and uh, you know, we really weren't ready to talk about this, which is, of course is how we normally do things. I mean, this is, this is a game, and there's terrible things that can happen in this game. Um, you know, it kind of, you know, it doesn't have to be. You could have a game where there is no slavery, that, you know, that there is no demons and devils and everything's unicorns and everything else if you'd like it to be. That's the power of being the DM. But the game as it's described uh, in, the, in this uh, adventure, we, you know, we talk about the Slaver series. I guess the issue is what the title is, you know, do we want to present people in the Grog Empire as of enslavers? Well, maybe they're enslaving their, his minds to come around to becoming part of the Grog Empire. He's a high charisma. That's right. He has a yeah. It doesn't have that other thing because we don't allow that here. Stop you enslaver. That's right. Hey, Carlos is on our dear, which we have not talked to in a long time too. So that's good to see that he is on. Hello, Baron. That's right. He's the the immolator, right? He's the Baron immolator. Well, my I, my thought would be that you know if 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 someone is is uncomfortable, right? I mean, I would understand that completely. That. 
uh, we do a re-roll for that. Because, like, you know, these are patrons, right? Yes. And so it's, that, that, that would be my thought, that, you know, based in, in, in the current environment. I mean, every, I, I think just about everyone would understand that when, you know, you have a title like that in a game like this, it's something totally, the context is, is very different uh, from, from the current environment situation. But, you know, nevertheless. No, no, we're, we're going to keep, you're going to keep it. It's, it's more of the other opposite thing. Josh is like, hey, I, you know, it's up to you guys. No, no, we don't change the title, but that is an option for someone, you know, if, if they're not comfortable with that. Only because, um, you know, this is supposed to be a, a fun thing. And 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 a good thing, not uh, not a, a, a stigma for people. Well, but. he's gonna. Well, we all know he's gonna be known as the Baron Belligerent. I mean, he that, is. That goes out saying because that right. right. And 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 we know you know the victor of the front range. So it's too long to say their titles anyway. Let's face it. Most exactly. have forgotten. Right. I mean, mine is the terrible sword of I am. You know, the eminent honor. That's who I am. And you are the governor. His brilliant omnipotence. I mean, you're, you're omnipotence king stupendous, slaughterer. I don't, I don't know if that's any worse or better. No, you're I like, like this I know, almost I want it. god king kind of thing. Yo, I'm <laughs> keeping it. That's a keeper. <laughs> you heard no complaints from me. Yes, I, I, don't, I don't enslave. I just slaughter my, my people. So much better. Yeah. All right. So, exactly. All right. Well, very good. That was good. Um, Thank you, gentlemen. And again, if you want to be a patron and have us spend an inordinate amount of time discussing your title, uh, just become a patron. Go to uh, patreon.com slash grogtalk. And you, too, can get an uncomfortable-sounding title. (laughs) (laughs) You can get a politically incorrect title. Well, it's 1980. No, this is 1978. Oh, it is 1980, but this article is from 1978. Yeah, I don't think things had advanced much in those two years. No. All right, so uh, Swedish Challenge. You know, I talked about Mexico. Thanks to them for bringing us up. Yes. We were, we, did you we, notice that something? Now you got me paying attention to that, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, you're getting my ego involved here. Do you know we were 15 at one point in Mexico, right? Number 15. Yes, and yeah. we've popped up in some other countries now, too. So like a virus, we are spreading. Do you know? So now I was there. I had fun looking at this then. We, when we were 15 in Mexico, mm-hmm. we were, you know who was number 16? Who? I believe it was the official D&D podcast. Isn't there like an official D&D <laughs> podcast, like a Wizard of the Coast? We were ahead of them. You need a screenshot of that. Oh, yeah, I got to get that. If you, pull, if you go there, please do that. I well, get we dropped email. now. We're like the 40. I don't know what yeah, happened. That would have been awesome. Yeah, but we were... I mean, you can only take it so seriously because I looked at the 14 ahead of us, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like the 14 ahead of us. Were like, I'm like, what are these things? But they were looking at us going, what's that thing? Yeah, you know, who people are below us are like, we're behind something called Grog Doc? Yeah, that's right. What? So that happens because people around the world are, are part of this. So thank you to everyone who's listening. So that's super cool. That was fun. Um, and speaking of that, we did get an iTunes review. Uh, and this one is from... Marabald, the merciful. Love the podcast. Very entertaining. I'm 15 episodes in and will continue listening. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. We, we love uh, getting comments on iTunes. That helps the mechanism algorithm uh, recommend us to other people. So if you know, if you, like, uh, if you like what we're doing and being part of listening to us for hours at a time, 
please put a, a like or like and subscribe or put a uh, iTunes things. So uh, we have some ego, and it's always nice when more people listen. So. I was going to say, because let's be clear about this. It's not like we have advertisers. More listeners, higher ratings. Really, the only reason we're interested in that is to say, hey, look at our high ratings. <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> and for the folks who are listening, to, to think that their efforts, people are listening to us more than Wizards of the Coast in Mexico is on that funny. day. On that on day. On that day. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It's like two to one. <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. I don't know if that says more about us or less about maybe the Mexican version of Wizards of the Coast needs to step up their game. <laughs> they really need to hire us for that's to right. consult. We hear you're having trouble with your Mexican audience. We can help. Right. Come to us. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's always a lot of fun. Now, we're on to Random Encounter. I'm already scared. Well, don't you want to do the, uh, the, the mole guy? Oh, yeah, let's do it. I have to remember your own bits, really? This yes. Is how this, okay. Yes, all right. Well, I didn't, okay, so we're on the abyss. We're going to see if Lord Erdlin is just happens to be blurring by. He blurs. So, oh, hold on right. a second. Sorry. The, did Dan mention the game? He, did you play in a game this week? I did not. Did I? No. Uh, Wait, yes. What? Is that Carlos? Yes. Uh, I did. Do you remember anything that's happening? Do you, well, I thought like you meant like, in a, like a grog talk game. You know, I'm not accusing you like I you're cheating a, on me. This is not like a spouse thing. Did you play in a game this week? No, I, no, I swear I didn't. <laughs> No, I don't know her. I don't know them. I was at the library. Um, <laughs> so uh, I was doing yard work. So, uh, yo, I was thinking a grog talk. Yes, a collateral. Yes. So I did, indeed, an awesome game with Carlos Lysing. A game was uh, I, uh, he asked uh, if I would be a play tester, and it was quite an honor to be a play tester. Uh, Wonderful. On, I, you know, I really can't understand why I was asked. So this was, it was the final. I, I, don't, I don't either. It was the fi- well. It was the final installment of his gnome series. That might be a hint. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, uh, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. It always is. Great bunch of players. Players. I are- just hmm? I just don't know you anymore, Dan. I mean, you're not the person. You go off and game without me. It's it's. Yeah, I, I think do. Something, yeah. Something's, something's lost. This is. I don't know if. People are such good players. You know, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to – wait, why are you laughing? I didn't say anything no, funny. Tell on the fun- chat. What's going no, on? No, it's funny because you're – I'm trying to be seri- – I'm trying to make this serious and you just go on. That's good. So go ahead. That's what I do. You're, that's right. You play tested the no- – the, uh, You really don't want – Carlos, I should have mentioned this. You really don't want me to play. I'm a very average player at best. And it's true. I, I'm not saying that. Be like, no, no, Dan, you're great. No, I'm not. Other people are very, they're, they're much better player, very good. You know, they know things like, well, columns, there tend to be secret doors in columns. And I like when it's a set, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's true. And then, of course, there is something in there. Uh, people are, are, are very clever and, and very good players. So it was a lot of fun to play uh, with that group uh, and, and another great adventure uh, by Carlos. So, well, yeah. and, and this whole Gnome series uh, is on castleentertainment.com. And um, Carlos, are you able to ship now? Because um, I know for a while, due to the pandemic, you're only doing PDFs. So, uh, and 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 by the way, Dan, uh, the uh, Carlos is like, um, you know, if I didn't despise gnomes, um, 
I didn't despise gnomes, he would have placed it. Look, we have an open relationship here, Dana. We, we don't have to check in on each other to play. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I played with Brian. I didn't, I didn't ask permission from you. So, and every week I establish a game. You can come by if you'd like, but we're grown adults well, and we're making choices. No, that's fine, Jim. No, you, no, I wasn't invited. That's okay, James. <laughs> well, neither was I to this. <laughs> we need some counseling. Maybe uh, maybe Lou Pulsifer could be our counselor or something, and then have <laughs> something. That's a great show. That's right. That's right. Uh, what counselor? He's a Lou doctor Pulsifer? of history. Ah, whatever. He's not a psychiatrist. <laughs> He's fine. He's a doctor. Yeah, you can do a lot of things. Like, uh, doesn't that give him license to talk about a bunch of things? Well, great. Uh, by the way, so Carlos is saying yes. They are sending stuff out. So please go to Castle Entertainment. Oh, you think we should, uh, people think we should choose uh, Ed instead. Elminster. We should ask Elminster the wise to uh, mediate our, our relationship. <laughs> Is he good at that? I don't know, but that's that they're, 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 uh, we're being told that we should choose Ed, not Lou. So. Oh, you know what I have to show you? So, um, so Rob... Well, I believe he's yeah. a patient. He's of Longwood, right? Isn't he? He's yeah. a, a patient. Uh, not a Longwood. Of, uh, it's, is it Brandywine? Oh, Brandywine. I'm pretty sure it's Brandywine. I think you're Brandywine. right. He drafted up. He's a force of energy. He's like Carlos. He right. drafted up a field guide to burying mammals. He did? He did. And it's hilarious. Honestly, uh. I literally would probably put it in like the top 10 D&D things I've ever read. I was, I was literally, I don't mean to build it up too much. And people read it and they're like, well, it's okay. Well, um, we need to get, we need, is that on his Facebook? I'll is send it to you. He sent me, a, he sent me a version. I, yeah. So I, I'll, I can send you well, the maybe link. We should give this to the patrons. We should give this, uh, well, he is a patron. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's talk to Rob. I know he's online. Is this, is this a, is this a patron only thing? We should, so, Rob, if you're still out there, let us know. Do you want this? Is it okay to distribute? Well, at uh, some patron point, only. How do you well, want to do that? Well, at some point, it needs to be part of the Gnome Realms because I've asked him to collaborate with me on the Gnome Realms. Okay. And uh, I, and uh, you know, it was it's it's hilarious. It really is. It's it's okay. the writing style is in the vein of exactly what you'd expect from first edition. AD&D, right down to the examples, and it's, it's very funny. Awesome. I was laughing well, out loud. And the, the Link Boy NPC class, which I, I'm seriously thinking for this adventure, can I be a Link Boy NPC and co-DM with you? Which adventure? The, the, the one, yeah, I thought well, you were going to anyway, the one on the 27th? Yeah, I well, wasn't sure if... Oh, I figured I was, you were doing the con. I don't want to do the combat. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm gonna yeah, we're gonna co DM, but while I'm not co DMing the combat, I would be an NPC. Ah, but remember, we uh, Rob actually the inventor of the. Oh, link is he gonna come? Is he? He's gonna be the. He's gonna be a link boy guide oh. through the town. I did not realize that. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, we don't. Uh, I we don't communicate enough. No, this this is feels this feels this. You may be watching the end. It's like this is it. We're, we're finding out secrets and everything else live. Okay, great. Screw All you, right. James. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I never liked this show. There you go. That's, yeah, that's that. right. Okay. I never wanted to do this. So we have like 18 people on this event. So I, we're going to have to sit down next week and find out who's coming and who's not. Because there's emails back and forth. And uh, I'm fine with putting as oh, many as we true. can. That's true. That's right. That's right. I forgot about the Link Boy. 
Yes, if you can handle that amount of people. I, I, we can. Yeah. I just have to, I have to make some changes. So, okay. um, And so with that, also, back to Carlos. So anyway, Rob, let us know how you want us to distribute that. If anyone, the Link Boy MPC class, you should definitely put it in your adventure. Looking at the field guide would be amazing. And for those, uh, you want quality modules in the AD&D style uh, with a passion of Greyhawk, go to Castle Entertainment. And again, I'm, I'm trying to codify uh, uh, a great friend's work in uh, two sentences. So just go out to Castle Entertainment and do that. Which, by the way, I want to order some stuff so we can start our giveaways again now that we can go to the post office and not be instantly killed. Now we are ready for Random Encounter. And we're ready for... Lord Earthland. I'm praying. Lord that, well, I'm not praying. This is to see if... What do you think the chance is that... Double. Double. I'm sorry? It's Double. Oh, double. Well, I'm not praying to him. He's just, I'm like, is he just come walking by? Well, it's 20, I would say, All right. let's give it 20%. I rolled a five. I swear to God. Okay, I'm not touching anything. You heard me roll. Because you never believe anything. No, I you, believe. I, no, you I don't. Believe, no, you don't. I believe whatever no, you say. No, you don't. Okay. Can Except you guys, when you don't tell me you're gaming without me. Okay, that's five. Can that's you good. see that that's a zero and a five? I can. I can. The world can see it. There you go. I'm sure Grizzly rolled the zero five. <laughs> Grizzly's around. So what do we? Here's the problem. Now what? It's like the end of the graduate. Now what? Well, I think this is the random encounter. Now it's the Tarask versus Erdland. You got to be kidding me. Right. Oh I mean, my well, gosh! Is, this is legendary. This is legend. Well, it's going to take three hours. The Tarask is legendary. Oh well, my think... goodness! Tar Somebody online was it? Uh, Steve Herring, I can't remember. Who is a patron, right? He, we yes. call him by his title. We also uh, call him. Hold on. <laughs> in any event, I think it was I think it was Steve had recommended that we have a random TD. Matchless, he's he's the brilliant matchless victor over Michigan and surrounding waters. Wow. That he's guy. Got a <laughs> that dude. <laughs> it's too long. He he's recommended we needed a deity and it, the dice don't lie. That's right. Because I was not trying to do an Erdland versus Tarask encounter. I, you, you said the 11th, it's got a bunch of tunnels. I said that sounds like Erdland territory. I love Erdland. I'd love to meet him, hang out a bit. You said roll. I rolled. It's a five. Erdland versus, okay. Oh, Erdland better win this thing. I will cry. I'll be like, remember in, what was it, an Empire? No, Return of the Jedi. Where what Luke kills that thing in the pit, and then the guy, the keeper, comes out and he's crying. Yeah, that, that would be like me walking up to Erdogan. And, and, and uh, the, not the Bantu. What is that thing called? I cannot believe I forgot. It's, it's Ewok. No, it's Ewoks. The fuzzy, <laughs> disgusting things that they allowed in that that ruined it. Oh, well, I, I. It's not a Balrog. It's what is that? Please, someone out there, for the love of God, what is that creature called? Rancor. Thank you. Oh, and I get to be Erdland. Yes, you are Erdland. Oh my gosh, how big are you? I am. It's like a it's like a comparison. It's tail to tape. I'm eight and a half feet long. That's all. I'm, I always thought I'd be bigger as Erdland. You're a mole. That's, That's a pretty true. Big mole. That's pretty big for a mole. Right. So for those who may not be as invested in evil gnome deity lore, what are you looking at? And how how do you, how do they get to this? So, okay. So Erdland. Now Erdland was actually enshrined, I believe, in. Uh, what uh, in that book that shall not be named? Because then they take all of Roger Moore's deity. So Roger Moore. Okay, and, we can look in there too, yep. Right, in the Best of series that were, uh, and then included in Best of Dragon. Right. He, uh, he included deities 
for, for the gnomes and, and the other demi-humans. And so Erdlin was his evil gnome deity. I love, I love Erdlin. And so, Which yeah. Which is so- on page 26 of Best of Dragon 3. It came from... Kind of blurry. Which one it came from? Oh, it's sixty-one, I believe. Sixty-one. Okay. You don't know the number for the the known point of view? No. I'm pretty sure it's sixty-one. It's not required reading for us. In uh, <laughs> it's not, was it on your syllabus? For for those who are outside of the gnome realms, we don't need to know that. Okay, so Erdlin, yeah, I'm now chaotic evil. I'm in the abyss, the epitome of the evil impulse that rules some gnomes and is feared by the rest. A See, huge. I- He's a huge, dead white, furless mole with claws of steel. It's Erdland, the crawler right. below. It's a nightcrawler. It's a Judas Priest song, Nightcrawler. There you go. Oh, I don't know that one. That's got to be post-85, right? It is post-85. Oh, when Turbo Lover came out, I was done. I was yeah, so done. And I was, know that a lot of people like that song. They nah, played it. Con- you nah, agree with terrible. me? It's, that, was, that, was, that was sad. Well, because it was all the synthing, even when oh. Iron Maiden started that, that uh, uh, somewhere in time. I uh, tried to listen to that because so I looked at a listing of best albums of all time for Iron Maiden recently, and I was stunned that Power Slave was number one. Power Slave is not better than Number of the Look, Object Number of the Beast is without question their best album, right? Everyone knows that. Don't put Power Slave number one, but like that somewhere in time business. Which I remember coming out, and then I was like, "Really? It's too poppy." I listened to it because it's supposed to be so good, and I was like, "Yeah, all right, it's okay, all right, all right." Erdland, page one seventeen on the book that shall not be named. By the by the way, for those who. Okay, so now we need to know. All right, so. So how Erdland's, are we going to do this? Erdland's form is distorted by a permanent blur spell, which cannot be dispelled while he lives. So that's awesome. Okay. So I'm ready to go. What do I have? I have two attacks, four to 16, plus seven. So is that, I guess that's to, to damage or to hit? What is that? Uh, is, yeah. Is it plus to hit seven. too? No, it's to damage. Oh, I see, because I'm strength 19 plus three. Okay, so I'm just attacking with these two claws. Erdland has dismembered somebody before on our show, as you may remember. Yes, he's just, that's right. You were talking crack, remember? Crack is right. <laughs> You're talking crack. crack and he, someone say crack? So what's, it, what's interesting about this is we don't have all the time to deal with. So now there is a rule because we are in his home domain, right? Correct. That means he, he would die if you killed him here, I think, right? That's right. This would be the end of him. Right. We would be changing lore. I'm nervous. Okay. So um, you know, the fact that he has a permanent blur spell on him, what does that do for him? Anything? Or does that just mean, is that why his AC is only two, I guess? I guess that's... I guess that's his AC too. Okay, so let's do it. This is gonna take forever, isn't it? Um, no, yep. I, I I think Erdland's gonna die a horrible death unless he gets some. He better do because uh, he can't kill the Terrasque. Oh yeah, what happened? This. You can't kill him. Not even in the abyss. <laughs> well, because he needs to. He needs to. Because again, going back to the Terrasque here. So this is good conversation, all right, folks? Can he run away? Uh, At some point, if I dismember you. All right, where's the Tarrasque? Well, that's on page 1718. The slaying of the Tarrasque is said to be possible only if the monster is reduced to negative 30 hit points and a wish for its death then used. A wish or what? A wish for its death then used. So what is, so he's a deity, but what do all deities get? 
I don't know. That's what we have to look up. You so had to go to, go to the, the deities, deities and, demi and demigods. All right. We're turning. We're flipping. Go to deities and demigods. Because they get certain things automatically. That's right. You are, you are, you are yet again correct. You're on fire today. I give you a week, a week off and look at you. You know what's amazing? Erdland's charisma is a three, which means you could have a character that is like you and Erdland. I mean, are they the same. Is it because of his personality? That's right. He doesn't have, well, he is the crawler below. That doesn't really emit charismatic feelings. So. Well, yeah, but wouldn't you think it would be lower than three? Right. It has I the would awe, think that, the horror. Yeah, wouldn't you think? I would be scared to death. What do you think Jubilex's charisma is? Uh, I'm sure we could figure it out. It's probably pretty low. Okay. Standard divine abilities. What page it's are on you on? Page eight. Thank you. Okay. Command. Oh. So I could command you. So I could do something to get rid of you, though. Right. Detect alignment. Gate. How do you pronounce that? Geese. Geese. Yep. Quest. quest. I can send you on a quest. Potentially, yeah. I'm just gonna have to get rid of. Oh, teleport. I, oh, so I can just get the heck out of there. You could. Correct. Those things aren't going well. Yes, that's the part that. That's why a deity should. It'd be really hard. Should be super hard to kill a deity on their own plane. They can teleport at will. No. But error. I don't have where. Wait, hold on a second. Oh no, wish isn't. A, is wish a spell ever? Huh? Is wish a spell or is it just? Like, the magic users get it at some point? Oh, I'm a 13-level illusionist. Of course, because I'm a gnome. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Isn't that great? That Erdlin, Erdlin in keeping with the gnomes. He's a rat. He's a mole. But he's an illusionist. He does get magic users. Oh, wait a second. 12th-level assassin. Right. So I could try... Oh, I'd have to catch you sleeping or something like that. If you were surprised, I could try to assassinate you. Well, yes, he does have a back. Uh, but he's also 50 foot tall. So 50 foot long. Yeah, but I just come and climb up you without you knowing. Yeah, I'm like a flea to you're, you. You're the crawler below. You, I guess you could do that. So like, this encounter has already required four books open. That's what I'm just saying about this. <laughs> this is a heavyweight match. This is a heavyweight match. So let's start. Let's see what's, what's happening. So I'm the Tarask. You are Erdlin the Night Below. That alter reality, that would be, that could potentially be, I don't know, what level illusion, I know it's a seventh level spell alter reality. When do you get that as an illusionist? 14. Oh, getting level, help I from think. the crowd. I like that. Yeah. Well, you, you're getting help from the crowd. Got you, evil gnomes out there. The evil gnome, the legions of evil gnomes. He is a 13th level. He's a 13th level illusionist. Right. So he needs to be 14th level to cast seventh level spells. So what? Let's look Aww. at your six level spells that you could potentially have. So you're helping me beat you. It's not me. I am the I'm the good DM. I don't I'm not against you. I, I, I allow you to stray to other games and I try to make sure your characters and your play what you play does well. Well we'd have to randomly roll. We don't even know what Erdlin has studied that well, day. Well of course, yes. We'd have to randomly <laughs> so, roll. So does Erdlin wait, does Erdlin is he like wake up in the morning, crack open his spell does Erdlin have a spell book? Oh yeah, Lucius have spell books. Yeah, like yeah. clerics don't, right? Does do deities have to memorize spell? Who do they pray to? Wait, well, that's clerics. If you're a cleric, so he's a cleric. Also, does he pray to somebody? He pray no, to himself. He, he doesn't pray to himself. I think that's the equivalent level. And the what do they? They say something about that in here. Uh, you, you couldn't. You couldn't need a spell book, right? I mean, could you steal? That'd be a fun adventure stealing Erdlin's spell book. 
describes the level of being general magic, general magic spell ability. So on page six, simultaneous classification in both areas possible. So it's basically saying, uh, note that a divine being need not be of neutral alignment for the levels of druid ability. Further, nothing prevents deities from functioning in several different inconsistent classes once. So it's, you don't have to pray for this stuff. You kind of just have it. Right. That makes sense. So, all right. Well, so our, our yeah, there's conjure animals, demi-shadow magic, mass suggestion, permanent illusion, programmed illusion, shades, true sight, veil. So shall we, um, right. shall, we just, shall, we, shall we just get going? That's right. Shall we just get going? And some of the other input is that he, pro- there, uh, Carlos is claiming, and I don't disagree, um, you know, he, the Tarasque has animal intelligence, so illusions should work on it. Mm, that's true. Can I do an illusion of a wish spell? <laughs> hey, you're, you're the guy that tried the illusionary holy symbol. That's right. Well, I did it because that made perfect sense. Okay. That's what you say now. All right, so let's go with surprise. Uh, let's do first. it. I'm rolling. Because... Who is going to be more surprised? The Tarask who is climbing through a, a dark thing? You rolled a three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tarask climbing through a dark thing, yes. Or Erdlin in his realm. Do you see that? This is your dice you gave me. Three. It's so pink. It is. It's pink. All right, oh. so neither of us are so, so neither of us rise. That's right. How about you're enormous, surprised. man. How are you fitting in my tunnels? What hey, are you doing? hey, that's the, this is pornographic. Stop. <laughs> you're probably stuck. This is kind of gnome love. This is, this I find, <laughs> no, I find you wedged. In my abyssal tunnel. That's what I think. That's right. All right. Well, you are, you, it's a declare action. No, you know what would be funny, though, is mm. Erlen would probably just be like, yes, can I help you? <laughs> <laughs> because you're like some big evil creature. He's like, yeah, what's up, dude? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not evil. Don't, don't. Are you here to don't serve? Don't judge me. By your looks. That's true. I'm so sorry. That was so wrong. What are you? I I'm find a force of nature. I'm a neutral. I'm a thing that happens. I would know what the heck you are. I mean, I'm a deity for deity's sake. Yeah, so you're the tra- – yeah, 50 feet long. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So even Erdlin is like, oh, my God. What the – this Tarask is overpowered. I looked that- up Tarask. You are right. It is based upon this story, right? But, but I don't know that – is a tra- supposed to be that this – true. They killed the Tarask. The villagers killed the Tarask. It's like a Beauty and the Beast, King Kong kind of thing. Right. This Tarask is way overpowered on the stats, but whatever. Right, and according to legend, the Tarask was defeated by only by divine intervention by St. Martha. That's what our chamberlain Oh, was she a saint Australia. before then? I thought maybe she became sainted after that. So I, I need to... Can I, I pray know. to St. Erdlin is praying to St. Martha. Who I'm sure is not uh, chaotic evil, but... Yeah, okay. rolling. So, so what, are you, what is your action? Well, I don't even get a bite. How can I not be claw, claw, bite? Look at that mouth. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm going to, um, well, I'm going to, well, I can't try to assassinate you because I have to come upon you as helpless, don't I? On right, the chart, right. doesn't yeah, it? you can't assassinate me now, no. That's... But wait a second. Am I, th- ah, but I have thieving skills. You do. So, but you see me. So it's too late to hide in shadows. <laughs> Is that right? It's too late to hide in shadows. Correct. In fact, there are no shadows. It's completely dark here. The whole thing was everyone looks for each other. Ooh. Uh, Wait a second. We need to talk about this. Can I see but not you? Clearly, Er well, Erdland's a gnome. 
by the sense of I smell. Mean, then they're inhabited by demons that are constantly hunted each other, but that's because we're on the mole rat layer. Ah, so wait a second, but I can smell you. Can you smell me? All right, so you're getting a lot of help from the crowd. And they love Erdlin, Lord Erdlin. They want to know if after the last adventure is the Tarasque resting. In other words, he's actually yes. burrowing again. Yes. And he's hibernating. He's, he's curled up like a kitten. Right. Because he's only active for a short amount of time. I think we need to find out. He may have gone to rest. He's like, oh, this... This tunnel complex looks nice. All right, so it's a roll. Of, it's a one in thirty chance that he is in a super dormant state. One in thirty. What, what? Oh, I'm rolling. You say one in thirty? Yes, that's the D thirty. But then we'll have to determine if he's in the normal sleeping. Okay. I rolled a twenty-eight. Okay, so that doesn't help. So we're going to have to decide uh, if he is in foraging mode or not. Okay, okay. So am I rolling a d30 again? No, I've, I've got to figure this out because it's fortunate that this is on page 118 of the Monster Manual 2. It's fortunate that the Tarasque is active only for short periods of time. Typically, the monster comes forth to forage for a week or two, ravaging all a few square miles of land. The Tarasque then seeks a hidden lair underground. Right. That would, that would be where we're at. Right, right. Sleeping for five to 20 months. So... That's an average 5 to 20 is 15, 7 and a half is 12. He goes out for a week or two. So really, he only has a 2% chance, one week out of 52, that he would be awake. Oh, yeah. So I I'm going to say he has a 3% chance of being awake at this point. Okay. okay. So you roll that. If okay. Roll, so let's see, if, let's see if you roll the dice as good as you stop, did before. Stop that. I don't like what you are implying. Or insane. 20. I'm not implying. 20. Oh, okay. You're saying it expressly. It's 24. Okay, so he uh, thanks again to your fans out there, Dan. Lord Erdland's uh, fans. That's true. Not mine. Uh, he is he's he's resting comfortably in the mole rat lair, waiting to come back and wreak havoc. So yeah, and he's found his place. I know somewhere it talks about in the gods that it says Erdland is in this uh, twisting Erdland who lives in the abyss, and I know it's in a you know it's in a, a twisting. Tunnel complex. I know this it makes perfect somewhere. sense. This all works. This all works. It's like we planned for it. So the dice don't lie. Exactly. Okay. So now you can. I'm, I'm, I retract the surprise roll. Assassin you, table. You're going to try to assassinate the uh, terrest. This feels uh, like we're 14 again. I just. I just have to call this. Wait. Why this, is there not a chance that I? You know. Listen. What is my treasure type? Isn't there a chance I'd have a wish spell and a scroll? Wait, can I even use a wish spell? How can anyone use it? How, how do you get a, a? It's a spell. It's a magic user spell, right? The fact that you don't know it's a magic user spell, I think we just lost half our patrons at that point. Ooh, we, I know way more than these dudes. Why am I listening to them? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> can well, I that, came up, that came up yesterday. Like uh, some people, like on the comments. Oh, you know, we appreciate you. Know, we're oracles. I'm like. We're not oracles. I appreciate that's very kind. We're just people who love the game, and we're very fortunate we have great people who know what's going on. So help us out here. That's Thank right. God it's grog chat. talk. It's not uh, grog decrees. But uh, okay. So you want to try to assassinate him? Yeah. So what page we need to go to the DMG? DMG page seventy-five. Because I think it says right. It says that. 
I can use this when or attacks on helpless opponents by any character class. That's yeah. me. Well, that's 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 another topic, which we could talk about later. Um, well, you're helping. You're you're you're. Yeah, this, but read that again. This is back to my Kickstarter rules AF asterisks and footnotes. Right. Or attacks on helpless creatures by any character class. So you could use this assassination table as any character class yes. against a helpless opponent. But later in the combat section, or before in the combat section, it talks about, you know, if they're helpless, you can just kill them one around. So why would you do that? So that's why. Is that's right. That's an inconsistency. Why would you roll a? Why would I want to roll a percentages for this when I can just kill them once around? So. My son, the production goblin, and I were talking about, which is very, very enheartening when the production goblin is talking about one e assassination tables. Well, can I kill you? Then so if I use yeah. the other one, not the no. Footnote, you can use this. You, you, you are an assassin. But I don't want to use these. And now you're convincing me. I want to use the other table. No, but that—that's only if I'm helpless. I'm not helpless. I'm sleeping. It's different. Okay. Helpless is magically held, uh, you know, magically slept. I'm not magically slept. I'm not going to argue that he's magically slept. Okay. So he's just no, sleeping. No, he's not magically slept. Right. So it says here, as the percentage shown is success, instant death, under near optimal conditions. That's pretty near optimal conditions. You're in your own lair. It's pitch black. Uh, yeah. You're the lord of the under nightcrawlers. So I, I find would give you it. sleeping. It's like yeah, it's like you come home and you find somebody sleeping in your bed. Yeah, like an intruder. Like seriously, you, dude, it's you like, picked the wrong tunnel. It's like seeing your you know, your co-host playing in another game and he's not paying attention to you, and you sneak up and you totally kill him. Right? I got I got it. So. Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> now you know James is suspect number one. If I go. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. We've were, I've been planning this for a while. We've established you only have two years left. That's true. I thought we I thought we had an open relationship. We well, now there's jealousy. <laughs> we can game with other people. <laughs> now there's jealousy. That's what they always say until they right? murder. That's exactly. <laughs> exactly. It never it never ends well. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now the problem is you are a very how many hit dice do you have? Like a billion? Yes. That's that's just easiest to say. Three hundred hit points, so you're like yes. level eighteen plus. That's correct. Oh, but now the level of the assassin. Oh, and I'm only a twelfth level assassin. Yeah, you're equivalent. I have a ten percent chance. Well, you know what? You've been rolling under ten, so. And what happens if I kill you? Because I don't kill you. I don't have a wish spell unless I had, and I can't even. Uh, is there any? Is there a, a a wish? A ring of wishes, right? Could I have a magic item? Isn't there a chance? I mean, I'm for. for for Erdlin's sake, I'm Erdlin. I've got stuff. Don't I'll be terrasque. right back. Let me go. He's rummaging through. Where's that darn ring? Isn't, I think the best you could do. Well, again, this is this is what makes D and D great. What you're the, you're Erdlin. You're the Lord of uh, the Crawlers. And you're uh, in my house. This is my house. Well, this is the, the Tarask is in your house. I'm the arbitrator. I, arbiter. I want to hear what you think, and then perhaps it will work. I'm just as it's written. You have to bring me to negative. You have to bring the Tarrasque to negative thirty, and then cast the wish spells. But that doesn't mean. Well, does an assassination bring you to negative? See, this is where things get confusing. Does an assassination bring you to negative? Well, what does it, an assassination it, bring you to? It would be at least zero. It'd be negative ten if you're playing first edition. But not negative. Th so then I got to. So then oh oh then oh so then I just like keep. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffing is coming out of you. That's right. <laughs> is it disturbing? I gotta get him to negative thirty. 
<laughs> I know about the legend of the giraffe. God, it must keep going. All right. Listen, well, I'm going to run first. When I see you sleeping there, I'm first going to check my moly pockets to see if I have that. If I have that. Oh, there's a cat fight outside. To see if there is a, uh, if I've got a ring of wishes. So there's a cat fight and you're letting them in or out? Letting one in, separate them. So is there a chance? So, so well, is there a chance? First, yeah, first of all, you have to roll the 10% to see if you assassinate. You're getting, you're getting ahead of yourself a little bit. Well, if I needed to go back to, you know, I didn't know if I needed to go back to my uh, borough or whatever, you know, <laughs> rummage through. All right, I'm going to roll. Here we go. I feel like I need to show you this because you, you know. No, I, I, I trust you. No, you don't. Stop saying that. Yeah, 79. Yeah, so yeah I, was, I wasn't worried about this one. Ooh. I, okay. I, the dice may get they may get influenced based on the cool factor. It would be, I mean, yeah, I thought you may think it's cool that Erdlin assassinated Taras, but I wasn't too worried about it. So, are you still sleeping? Uh, now it's initiative. Yeah, oh, you I'm woke not, up. Wait uh, a second, Boo. No, 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 no. You're surprised. There's got to be a surprise roll. Okay. You're sleeping, right? And you're like, what's going on? I'm dormant. Who's? It's like I'm scratching your back. So, it's, it's, I'm kneading on you. <laughs> You're like, what is that? <laughs> now I just have a vision of them spooning each other. That's, this, 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 <laughs> Tarask and Erdlin just in some weird... They, we should. Maybe I should parlay. This could be a start of a wonderful relationship. Right. Why does it have to be fighting? It's a, right? random, it's a random encounter. Oh, wait a second. I'm sexless. It says that somewhere. I'm sexless. And, and the Taraskless is... Uh, we don't know if the Tarask is male or female. I know, but if I'm why sexist, are we assigning I... genders to these? Why are you doing that, Dan? Well, we were talking about we were talking about a little bit of Go Delicious and uh, Scarlet Rose action, weren't we? Well, right. All right. Uh, well, I think I, there's a chance you're surprised. I'm I'm lobbying for a chance you're surprised. Okay, Is... I'll give it a one in four chance that I'm surprised. That's great. Yeah, see, that's a good lobby. I'm on four. Six. You gotta be kidding me! Stupid pink dice. These are the ones you bought me. <laughs> there was Thank a joke. You. I didn't mean to keep using them. Oh, I love them. They're great. <laughs> nothing, nothing like a natural 20 and a hot pink dice. That says... <laughs> nothing says death like a hot pink 20. Yeah, when I give them a hot pink 20 and I roll that out on the table... <laughs> That'll getting... be your new handle. Hot pink 20. Hot pink 20. Hey, that's amazing. <laughs> that's, your, that's your Twitter name. <laughs> hot pink 20s. That's, uh, that's a good band name, too. Yeah. Or a gang, the Hot Pink Twenties, because we just watched Grease, right? Yeah, I think the band is pretty good. Yeah, the Hot Pink Twenties. Yeah. That's right. I like it. Nice. Okay, so it's so initiative. Got, so now it's initiative. Correct. Okay. Uh, so well, what are you going to do now? Now that you've assassinated? Oh, we're declaring. Well. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing a. I'm doing a I'm doing a improved phantasmal force. Okay, you're gonna to try to cast a spell. Yes. You understand the Tarask gets five attacks, so just, <laughs> letting you, just letting you know that. Oh no. I can teleport, baby. I'm sorry. I, I he has six attacks, so I have two hundred and seventy two hit points. Be able to teleport out of there. But we're not supposed to teleport out. It's supposed you, to be fight to the death. Well, but it's in his home lair. Why would he do that? Why would it fight to the death? Right. But you also, probably I would start gating some people in if I were you. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So what can, yeah. so the gate. That's, I mean, it's I like that gate. movie. Uh, what was the one? Um, 
it's fight and me and my guards, you know. <laughs> was that uh, from uh, Men in Tights? Was uh, Richard Lewis when uh, Robin Hood's going to attack and he, he says, me and my, and they, the guards attack because he's not going to fight, so. Yeah, right. No, you're right. Why Rutland shouldn't get his claws dirty. Right. Okay. So, so now well, I, already, I declared. I said it improved Phantasmal Force. Okay. I already declared. All right. Here's the initiative. Three. I added two. Oh, that's, that's too bad. So let's see what your armor class is, Erdlin. Erdlin's AC is two. Two. Uh, he's 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 got some hit dice. So, what does it say when the thing doesn't go that high up? I need a four. <laughs> we 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 broke the wheel that you're using. The dice wheel that came in one of the Dragon magazines. That's right, Dragon Seventy Four, the best aid ever made. Uh, I need a five. You gotta be kidding me. No, I, I, you got. You surely, surely you're jesting. Don't call me Shirley. Oh, all right, go for it. Uh, oh, I missed with a four. The first nice. roll. Nice. The the one to twelve. The second one to twelve. Five. I hit. <laughs> Seventeen. One. I, too bad we don't have any fumbles. I've missed twice. That's pretty amazing. So first attack. Uh, uh, second and fourth attacks have hit. Second, fourth, fifth has hit, and sixth has hit. Second, fourth, fifth, sixth. Second. Well, you know what? It says one to two here, but I know it's one to twelve. So two, fourth. Ooh, fourth. That's the one you don't want me to hit. That's five to fifty. That's not good. Uh, twenty. 38, 40. You take 48 points of damage from the Wow, 48. So I was 272. That's right. You'll have to keep so track of your hit point. All right. So 50, so what's that? So 50 would be 222. So what am I, 224? Right. 48. Two, I'm 224. 224. Right. All right. And so this is the problem with the deities in first edition, which is why they later editions, they added heroic and super legendary actions because you only get one you only get one action around and if you know you get jumped it's pretty hard but go ahead so your phantasmal force is failed sorry because you Wait, tried to oh. cast a spell and you and you were attacked and you were hit oh that's right because i lost uh, that's true i was reaching for the spell components <laughs> spell components are going everywhere in your pockets in your novish pockets yeah where's that fold I forgot my robe. <laughs> okay, so it's back to initiative. Now, again, you may want to start working the rest. Initiative, yeah, what are you going to do now? Well, I'm going to follow your advice. Listen, I don't know what I'm doing. Sounds like a gate. If you say gate spell is a, is a good move, I'll start, well, yeah. So if you look on page eight, there's an, uh, uh, you know, this is, you should have planned for Erdlin. Read the paragraph above saving throws. AJ, the paragraph above, the above abilities all function instantaneously and at will, but not right. continuously. The gods sometimes manifest surprising abilities that are not otherwise noted, such as the power to change characters' ability scores, grant wishes. Whoa. So I grant wish. So it's like I have a wish spell. I don't know. You're going to have to argue that. Or what's the last thing? Or teleport others wherever this, so I can like get you. See ya. Goodbye. Oh, no, I need to kill you, man. Let's fight to the death. I'll be lobbying for, it says, grant wishes. Okay. So you're going to fight to the death. 
You're you're willing on this podcast to have yes. Erdlin be never part of the gnome realms. This would oh, no. this would fundamentally change the game for you. No, the oh, book. I I I'd quit the podcast. <laughs> Wow, that's no pressure. So DMs. So hey, uh, uh, if my character dies, I'm going to walk away and leave. Oh, that's it's, nice. It's, it's, it's the out I've been looking for for months. <laughs> that's right. He's like the fictitious gnome creature deity. I, yeah, that's right. Why, why don't you do Grog Talk anymore? Erdland died. I'm sorry. Erdland died by a Tarask. All right, let's do it. So it's an issue. Yeah. So um, so what are you going to what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to start. I guess I'm going to start gating. Oh, you're going to gate people? Gaty. Uh, okay, great. I like it. Yeah. He's, well, you, uh, you suggested it. The Tarask, like is, it. the Tarask is going to attack. Five. Eat that, Four. Tarask. Okay, you, yes. you, you got it. So you can All right, gate so at now will. what's this gate spell? We've well, done it before, to, right? You have to go. The, we, we went over it, I believe, in one of the editions. Yes, so yes. But this says the Didi can only attempt to gate in other beings of the same mythos. Oh. So now this gets confused. Wait, does that mean like... Gar Glittergold. <laughs> He's like, I'm not helping you out. Yeah, that does. That seems again. Odd. How many times have I told you, Erdlin? No one likes you. Yeah, same mythos. What's a mythos? Well, the mythos. It's the in the, like they had the Egyptian mythos. In other words, uh, Ta couldn't summon in Thor. So is mythos then any of these? Any of these the, the, that they, Roger Moore did? These, these I, the Moore yes. mythos. I want more um, mythos. More mythos. That's right. So yes, can I, I would say so? Well, then wait. So I can bring. I could bring Grumsh. No, he's not. Well, yes, I, I guess you could. He's a demi-human. Wouldn't he be in that? Yes, yes, he would be part of the mythos. Sure, because I'd be in that. in in the in the orc deities. Well, he wouldn't go there. It would have to be. It'd have to be a chaotic evil one. Oh, I need somebody. So, oh, okay. So like the, the, the goblin. Yeah. No, they're lawful. Uh, yes. Noel? The Noel. Oh, who's Vaprat? What's, uh... Oh, Vaprat. The ogre? Yeah. Oh, now you're... You had me at Vaprat. I, th I think Vaprat is who you need to call. So look in the de the deities. I love Vaprat. See, this is a collaborative game. Thank you. Yeah, I like to... Of course, see, D&D, &D, you work together. I'm tired of fighting with you, James. This is not fighting. All right. All right. This is going to end up being a very special grog talk. <laughs> Okay. You get all your... Where, this is it. Where the heck is this? Oh, it, it's non. Oh, it's under N. They call them non, right? Non-human deities. Right. So Vaprak is chaotic evil. There you go. Also, I believe the Noel. Wouldn't the Noel deity too? Yes, the Nogal. Yes, right? He's a demon Oh, that's prince. right. Oh, he's in the Monster Manual. Right. That's right. What do you think's better? Vaprak? Oh, both of them are pretty good. You like Vaprak. I mean, Unogle clearly is, I, you know. I yeah, like I am it. buddies with Vaprak. All right, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to gate him. What a yeah. friend we have in Vaprak. Oh, well, you're going to try to gate him in. Oh. You got to go to the cleric spell, seventh level. I, the books are piling up. I've got the deities and demigods, so the player's handbook, the DMG, the monster manual 2, the best And this, by the way, is the reason high-level play can become very painful. Yes. Because you have so many choices, and there's so many interactions. 
So where what level spell? Oh well, obviously it's seventh ninth. Le, seventh level? No, it's a cleric spell. It's it's a it's a magic user gate. Oh, is ninth but it level, started right? as a cleric. cleric. Seventh, right? So you have to, you could. I'm sorry. You should go to the magic user ninth spell, and it'll tell you to go back to the cleric right. seventh. Level. <laughs> no, I'm not falling for that. Okay, cleric seventh level spell. Okay, yeah, page fifty three. We did page fifty three. So is this basically our segment of of spell, spell selection now? Yes. This, this is the this is the deity's selection. So yeah. Okay, the casting of a gate spell has two. I liked it so much better when it was like a giant spider or a centipede or whatever. Right. Yeah. Rat. The casting of a gate spell has two effects. First, it causes an ultra dimensional connection between the plane of existence the cleric is on, so I'm in the abyss, and that plane on which dwells a specific being. Wow. Well, wait, can I gate? I guess I can, can I gate you if you're on the same plane? Sure. Okay. Uh, to step through the gate or portal from its plane to that of the cleric. Second, the utterance of the spell attracts the attention of the dweller on the other plane. Because technically it says other plane. Well, that's true, but then you would get no one. Because no one's good. Because in deities and demigods, it says no deity is going to go to another uh, wait, alignment. Wait, wait, plane. wait. Uh, we now talk about this at some point. I believe it says will not interfere. It, so this would probably be interfering. It says uh, interfere slightly. is the word. I should, uh, we should have asked Jim Ward about that. Uh, it says interfere, I believe. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll look that up while you're there. Uh, I'll keep it saying, okay. So, so it creates the gate, and then you utter the spell and it attracts attention. So Vaprak's like, what? What's this? When casting the spell, the cleric must name the demon, devil, demigod, god. Oh, my gosh, so you can do this as a magic user and call a god or yeah, a demon? Correct. Holy mackerel. Or similar, holy gar, or similar aid. There is a 100% certainty that something will step through the gate. The actions of the being which comes through will depend on many factors, oh, including alignment of the cleric. Okay, so this is good because me and Vaprak are buddies. Uh, the nature of those in company with him or her. Oh, wait, I'm on the abyss. I'm not even in. So, yeah, so well, I'm not in hell. The abyss is obviously the chaotic. Right. Evil, right. Okay. Will depend on many factors, including the alignment of the cleric, the nature of those in the company with him or her, and who or what opposes or threatens the cleric. Your dungeon master will have a sure method of dealing. That's you, James. That's right. You, James, will have a sure method of dealing with the variables of the situation. James, I'm sure you thought long and hard about what would happen if Erdland gated in Vaprak to, to fight a to Tarrasque. fight the Tarrasque. Yes, the tar I, that's right. It's the Tarrasque, right? Not a Tarrasque, right? That's right. There is, it is a unique creature, the Tarrasque. The being gated will either return immediately, very unlikely, or remain to take action. So this is interesting. So you actually – should there be a reaction role? I have a charisma three. Right. Um, I don't know what it is to ogres if it's higher. But so basically – so in other words, you get gay. So, so I'm Vaprak. I'm like out for a midnight snack. Right. Basically like the Taco Bell run, like going to a village to eat the villagers. Right. And all of a sudden I see a gate. And does the spell force me? Am I – yeah, Wait, it's, it, something is compelled to come through. Something is going to come through, but not Correct. me necessarily, right? Not Fabrak, right? It, it, it doesn't have to. This is where I have to dictate who comes through, which you can look on page nine of the Deities and Demigods, because, of course, if you're not looking through books. So starting from back to front, which is, uh, it talks about, um, you know, divine intervention, 
The above applies only activities in the prime material plane. Deities will not interfere on the planes which are inhabitants of other deities. They will neither venture to involve themselves in the positive negative material plane or on the elemental plane. Well, I agree with you that this is not... Well, so this is interesting, though. I agree that... So it uses the words interfere, intervene. I agree that this would be interfering and intervening. I mean, you're engaging in combat. Uh, I always wondered, could you go there? Like, let's say that there was, you know, a really good bakery mm -hmm. on layer 11 of the abyss. Right. Right? Could you just go there to, like, I just I want to do a takeout? Right. Uh, you know, that's not interfering or intervening. But... So I'm, I'm confused about the gate spell. So I'm Vaprak. Yes. I see a gate, I assume. Right. And then I – but I'm not necessarily going to go through it. I mean is this like, like being a kitten or a cat? You're curious, like it's a box. I got to go through this. What, what – do I have an urge, a magically compelled urge to step through it? Yes. Well, what it's – the way it's been – that I've always played it, that I think the thought is, is that you, uh, it's, it's really meant for demons, but it could be deities as well. The magic user or cleric has divine or infernal knowledge of these creatures, has, has caused the gate to allow them to come in. Then the DM is supposed to adjudicate what the likelihood of the creature that, or being that the cleric or magic user wanted to come, to actually come through. So for instance, I'm a worshiper of Zeus, and I want Zeus to come because I'm fighting, and I'm on right. a quest for Zeus. And I'm not in Hades. I'm on the prime material plane. What's the chance of Zeus coming through? Well, if I'm a second level, uh, you know, cleric, or excuse me, if I'm a 14th or 16th level cleric, 16th level, I think it is for seventh level spells, I'm pretty powerful. Zeus is going to look and go, do I really need to go to this thing? <laughs> he checks it's, his watch. Right. He's going to look at his calendar. He's, <laughs> and he's going to say, do I need to go? If, and, and, and he's going to do the, the least necessary. So he may send a Chiron or he'll send a Titan, but he's not going to send himself unless he needs to. And I get the feeling if you're Zeus, there's like 15 gates in front of you. Right, 15? Probably like 10,000. They're just popping up all the time. Yeah, his minions are like coming to him like, all right, we right. need you to go to gate right. three. Yeah. And this is what you're going to, when you go through gate three, this is what you're going to find. Right. Right? It's a huge ticketing dispatch system. Yep. Yeah, what's your uh, 911 emergency? Yeah. Uh huh. What right. What's the, what's the nature of your call? I got to be attacked by a troll. I got how many trolls? Just one? Okay. Just yeah. one. Okay. Well, yeah. And yeah. how many hit points do you have? Right. 23 still? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He's, that's we're, back we're, we're sending you a mole. Um, <laughs> Oh, you're fighting Tarask, and he's going to destroy the uh, main temple of Zeus on this planet. Uh, we'll send you a Chiron, or we'll send you a Titan, or something right. like that. Right. I got you. Right. So the the entire empire is about to collapse. I there's a good chance we might be able to get you, Zeus. Yeah, okay. and so some of the folks are talking about the true name. I remember that as well. In the Gate spell, it doesn't specifically say the true name. There's a lot of the spells, the idea, like we talked about, that Vaprak is not his true name. But if you know his true name, and a lot of the deities would know the true names of their, uh, you know, infernal brethren, um, they'd be more compelled because, you know, it's the idea that the true name of a deity or demon has power over them. Yeah, because that, that, right, that's, that's outside the gate spell, right? right? That's, 
Does it? Do they come via a gate? They could come via the gate. Well, again, a deity can teleport wherever they want. Basically, they can show up. Oh, that's right. right. They don't need a gate. Okay. So, all right. So, because so, I figured out what's going to happen here already. So, I, I've because it says what? It, what was the thing it said? My DM is going to figure out exactly what's going to happen. Surely, something about surely your DM right will, will have planned for this contingency. So, okay. So, what happens is Vaprak does go through the gate. In, awesome. in his in his great visage, and uh, he's a he's sight. He's a minus one charisma. He's a sight to behold, or a sight in horror. Right. That's he's, right. Because we got that rule, don't we? It's a minus yes. one. Is that minus does one. that bring in the horror? Right. But this is this is how I adjudicate it. Vaprak comes. He sees the Tarasque. What do the both of them have in common? They, they like to eat. So he has decided that he's going to ride the Tarask <laughs> and attack gnome villages. That's what they're going to do. They, so you, he comes in, he teleports the Tarask and him, because he took care of your problem. Your problem was you have this giant Tarask in your land, and now the Tarask and Vaprak oh. are now destroying... Now we just have to decide where they're destroying. I see what you're saying. Basically, I found a friend. Right. A Tarask. Someone to ride shotgun with in this destroying. It's like who would – oh, that was a brilliant move by me, wasn't it? Absolutely. Who else would come – who else would appreciate ripping limb from limb and destroying the land? Oh, my God. Can you imagine that poor village? (laughs) So it's Vaprak riding the Tarask? Exactly. That's exactly what's (laughs) happening. That All makes right. the most sense. So we do need to figure out which poor village, which which humanoid race is going to be uh, destroyed by this. Okay, you can do a random roll. Yeah, we have to. We have to figure okay. it out. So um, we have to. Let's see, Monster Manual two. I, I'm looking for humanoid appro- a, a, appropriate because it seems like they like to feast on villagers. Is that a fair statement? Uh, yes, I assume that, that you, but you know, everyone loves human blood. It's always human blood. Well, they get a bump. Yeah. No, yeah, Vaprak goes. I know Vaprak, he's always hungry. And in times of great troubles, I don't know why it's got to be times of great troubles, he walks the prime material plane, robbing, killing, and eating. This is whatever he finds his path. Oh, yeah, so, so Vaprak, he just eats gnome, dwarf, elf, or he just eats. He's just continually eating. Okay. So um, here's what we're going to do because we need to get we need to get moving on. Yes, I know this is surprising to people, but we're actually running behind. <laughs> All right, let's uh, roll a d10. I'm what I'm looking at in the monster manual is monster by terrain and frequency on that terrain, and so I'm going to use the civilized uh, forest. Okay. Well, c- civilized forest. And figure out what you're, uh, what you're get, what you're attacking. Three. Three. You are attacking humans. So yes. Okay. And this, and this oh, is what I suggest. Oh, the That's a good idea too. I should have done that. That was a good. Well, job. this is what I suggest. I think we do. You know, we have one final installment of. Have you ever played a gnome illusionist thief, a yeah. fighter illusionist? Right. I say we do it because look, this is this is a gnome. Centric, episode. yeah, exactly. Gnome-centric, exactly. Don't you think? We I finished agree. this off, right. and Lord Lord Erdlin lives. So 
See, you you had a plan because you wanted to keep me on the podcast. Just admit it, James. Y- you like having me here. That's why you you, you played it that way because you didn't want you didn't want to lose me. Well, actually, Josh is not ready to take over till next month. So, oh, <laughs> all right, I got a month. That's like I, what two I, shows. I needed I needed I needed to keep you on. For, I was like, oh, he's leaving now. No, 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 not, not yet. Soon. Now we have two more shows. All right, so here it is. So are we ready for this now to shift to? Because I think we did. Gate was sort of our. We're going to cheat here a little bit, right? Gate was based our spell selection, right? And and we know that Erdlin was our. Wait, does that mean Erdlin's the champ? Erdlin's the champ. Absolutely. Erdlin is the oh my goodness wow this is awesome I can't quit now you you really you had me at Erdlin okay so here it is the final installment of have you ever played a gnome fighter illusionist you now decide the faster you get this over with the better this is this is perfect right so you approach the door to where the clay golem should be you listen at the door yet hear nothing. Quietly, you open the final door. Luckily, it is silent and swings open easily. The room you now enter is about 40 feet by 50 feet and very lavishly furnished with nice tapestries hanging on the walls, oak furniture, rugs, a huge bed, desks, bookcases, wine racks. He's going on a while here, etc. Boy, did this Maximius live in style, even inside a mountain. But where's the golem? After a thorough search of the room, you discover no other exits or entryways from this room. Well, no golem, no problem. You did the best you could. You decide to leave. But when you turn around, standing in front of you at the, bo- at the doorway is a huge eight-foot-tall creature made of clay. The you-know-what? You notice the gold medallion around the thing's neck as it really contrasts with the rest of its body of dirt and clay or whatever. It seems to be missing an arm, probably damaged by Garth's party. It still looks tough enough, though, and it appears to slowly approach you. You decide to... All right, here you go. Here you go. Here's, here's our choices. Those are playing at home, even though we're this all dead. It. This is it, folks. That's right. Uh, the undead. Uh, Eleven choices. Number one. Eleven. Oh, jeez. Eleven. Yeah, right. Oh, Kelly's going out with a bang here. Number one, attack it immediately with your dagger. Oh. Number two, use Staff of Fear on it. If it fails, attack it with sword. If it works, run out and forget the mission. Three, <laughs> use Ring of Light. <laughs> use an, an early favorite for James. Number two. That's your standard, isn't it? When you That's right. Number three, use Ring of Lightning on it first, then attack with sword. Four, cast Color Spray on it, then attack with sword. Five, attack it immediately with mace. Six, cast paralyzation on it, then attack with mace. Seven, cast improved phantasmal force of walls and ceiling falling in. If it falls, attack with sword. Eight, cast dispel illusion on this obvious illusion. If it fails, then attack with dagger and sword in hand. Nine, cast blur spell, then attack it with mace. Ten, throw a dart at it, step back, throw a dagger, then attack it immediately with sword. Eleven, Cast invisibility, then attack it with mace. Hmm. Hmm, does lightning work on clay? I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm angling for number three. I don't think I've used my. I can't remember if I've used lightning or not. I may have used it on the ooze. We don't know how many charges I have. That's true. It doesn't say. Well, maybe it does. Maybe it does in the book. We maybe it did. I'm sure it probably had like how many charges it had because I, that would be the go-to. 
every time. Well, I am going to go with that anyway. Well, you know which uh, one I'm going for. Um, you're the one to run away, too? No, Dispel Illusion and then Dagger. I mean, that seems like the most ridiculous thing to do, so. Okay. All right. I, I like the second one, so let's go over these again real quick. Attack with a dagger is one. Correct. Staff of Fear, Sword, then Run. Right. Right? That's uh, three is Ring of Lightning, then Sword. Correct. Four is Color Spray, then Sword. Correct. Five is Mace. Yes. That's it, just attack with Mace. Just attack, attack immediately with Mace. What's six again? Cast Paralyzation on Paralyzation. it, then attack with Mace. Okay, then uh, improve Phantasmal Force, then Sword. Eight Correct. is Dispel Illusion, then Dagger. Correct. Dagger and Sword in hand. Dagger and Sword. Uh, nine is Blur, and then Mace. Ten. Oh, nine. You know, I, I'm going to do nine in favor of because Lord Erdlin. Right. The Blur. He's a permanent Blur. This is the, okay. Ten is Dart, then Dagger. Throwing them, and then what is it? Run, or what's the other part? Uh, throw dart at it, step back, throw dagger, then attack immediately with sword. And then 11 is visibility and mace. Yes. Okay, so those are our choices. So 11, uh, Brian's going with 11. Bucky wanted the choices again. Uh, we went over them again. Bucky's looking at 9 or greater. What's your choice, Dan? I'm going with 9 in honor of Lord Erdland because he has a permanent blur spell. Uh, upon him. So uh, I'm going in favor of Lord Erdlin. Hmm. Uh, this, is, this is a good one. I, I, I want to do eight because I think that'll be the most damage to me. Um, I feel like number two is I, I, I want to just staff a fear and then I like the idea of run. Can I skip the first two and just go right straight for the run? <laughs> Sorry, that is not a choice. That's not on the menu. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I think the. So the other ridiculous one is the Phantasmal Force and Sword, which I like as well, because I'm pretty sure they golems don't even get affected by it. But I think in this thing of unity, I'm going with Blur and Mace as well. I'm going with Nine. Ah, the Lord, the Erdland effect. Correct. I'm the Erdland bump. The Erdland bump. So we've and Bucky's doing that too. Uh, David Thompson's going for eleven. Uh, okay, I think we're ready to go. So let's let's count them off for the last part of. Uh, do you know how to play a gnome illusionist? Okay, so I don't think anyone had number one, did nope. they? That was attack immediately with dagger. It had no effect. Take much damage, too much, you die. Death, love it. Good that no one, no one picked that because you'd be dead twice. Uh, two, two was the uh, stamp of fear. No one, did anyone pick two? No, I wanted to. Uh, let me. Fear has no effect on non-intelligent golem. Yes. Right. Same with sword, no effect. You die from, I like how he identifies this one, the hit points, 50 hit points of damage. Okay, so even you try to run, but you're dead. Okay, that's what I thought, you coward, you know, I, I've never cowards seen die. cowards cowards ever be rewarded, so I'm right. glad I didn't go with that. In this one, cowards die a single death. Right. Three, uh, the ring has no effect. Ah, mm -hmm. so Kelly's saying lightning is not going to have effect on clay. That, that seems reasonable. Yes, so, you so, die from... You die. I'm, I'm going with death. Yes. Okay. Four, four is the color spray. That didn't sound good. Yeah, spell doesn't work. You die from not using magical blunt weapon. Thank you. Oh, you need a magical blunt weapon on a golem? Yeah. Does it have to be blunt? Yes, it has to be blunt. Well, it's a clay golem. I did not know that. Five. This is attack immediately with mace. Yeah. You kill it. Hey. After taking 35 hit points of damage. Well, I'd be no dead one. anyway, so... 
Six? Anyone do six? That's a paralyzation. No. Spell doesn't work. Take 46 hit points of damage from melee. It doesn't say you die. Well, if you had the hit points, you would survive. Right. But if you didn't, that's right. you die. That's right. That, that's, that's right. That's um, right. But one said you die from 50 hit points. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, did, did we have more than 50? I can't I think remember. we started at 51. So it's right. So, so Kelly's assuming that no, fifty five zero. Right. That's why you died. You started it's five zero. Okay. Uh, where are we at? So the only one that you basically, if you've taken any damage during this adventure, you're dead anyway. Yes, that's true. So uh, seven one. Oh, so did we do? Um, we did paralyzation. Didn't work, but mace worked. But you take more okay. damage. So M seven is improved phantasmal force. Spell fails. I guess because. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They're mindless. They don't get fooled by illusions. They're right. mindless. This uh, spell fails, and sword is no use against creature. Take fifty hit points of damage. Oh, because the sword is not. Oh, because it's it's edged weapon. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I guess it's good to be a cleric against a golem. So uh, nine. Oh, here we go. Nine. The blur spell. Oh, did we do the spell illusion? Oh, that's I'm sorry. Dispel illusion. This real golem kills you. A sword and dagger <laughs> See, has no effect. That would be off. That's why I wanted to pick it. Oh. You picked it. You died a second death. I wanted to use that. Okay, here comes Blur. I'm, I'm nervous, James. Spell fails. Take 50 hit points of damage from fight before killing it. It didn't say it did. How does that it work? It didn't say it did. Hey, it says I. It says we win. No, it says you take 50 points. It says you take 50 points of damage before 40, killing 40. it. Oh, 40, 40, 40. Okay. It was simultaneous. Yeah, okay. Okay, 10. Uh, so 10 was throw a dart ass step back. Uh, oh, I love it. And 10 starts with, you die. <laughs> All sharp <laughs> weapons have no effect. <laughs> it doesn't even wait to the end. <laughs> you die. Um, 11. Oh, this was the invisibility. We had an 11, didn't we? Someone pick 11? Uh, uh, Brian went with 11. All right, Brian, here we go. Spell works. Ah. You attack with a good first hit on it. After appearing, it delivers 31 hit points of damage before you kill it. Brian had the best answer. Congratulations, Brian. That's great. Okay, but I've got some bad news. Oh, there's bad news. Brian. There, oh, there is? After defeating the clay golem, you have an uneventful venture back to the village with the head of the clay golem in hand and the medallion, which you figured out kept the creature active even after the death of Maximus. Mm. And you may say, where's the bad news? I'll repeat. You have a, you return to the village. The village. Mm. What's wrong with the Weren't village? we looking for a village? I think You we get were. back there, and who do you see coming? Who do you see coming? You see a Tarrasque. Oh, that's exactly. Being ridden by, by it, it writes part. itself. That's right. Being written by and, have, and he eats you and the rest of the villagers. That's right. Because all for naught. That, that is exactly right. That is the perfect ending to this. <laughs> you survive the play golem, and as you come back, you see a giant 15-foot creature riding a 50-foot uh, thing eating all your villagers. <laughs> and you. What an ending. And you. And then you die. The end. Well, first you cast you cast a spell illusion at this obvious illusion. And then That's you, right. Then and then you, you die. die. In the words hard. of Kelly Villamere, you die. You die. Beautiful. What a way to end that. That's great. Well, you die. Uh, I died with my boots on, though. That's right. Not from your favorite album. It's not a bad one, though. 
Um, so there it is. So we have <laughs> completed, in a sense, our choose your own adventure. Well, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Nope, we got to pay a royalty. Didn't mean to say that. That's right. Not choose your own adventure. It's not choose your own adventure. It is uh, select your own destiny. Right. Have you ever, and more specifically, have you ever played a gnome fighter illusionist trying to save your village? Except that is that would be a good storyline, which is. You think the clay golem is the real enemy, but actually it's a it's a de- the ogre deity and a unique, uh, terrible creature that's really the problem. Prime material plane is a dangerous place, my friend. <laughs> exactly. Okay. In fact, we have some comments that people want us to talk about golems. I think that would be a good subject to talk about. Uh, do we have time to do that? Uh, not today. <laughs> that's all right. I didn't think so. This is Big Abushi Puppy Production. All rights reserved.